The first reading is taken from 2 Corinthians, chapter 1, verses 3 to 7. Praise be to the God of Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all troubles so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves have received from God. For just as the sufferings of of Christ flow over our lives, so also Christ our comfort overflows. We are distressed. It is your comfort and salvation. If we are comforted, it is for your comfort, which produces in your patient endurance of the same sufferings we suffer. And our hope for you is firm, because we know that just as you share in our sufferings, so also you share in our comfort. The Holy Gospel is written in Luke 2, verses 33 to 35. Glory be to thee, O Lord. The child's father and mother marveled at what was said about him. Then Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, This child is destined to cause the falling and rising of many in Israel and to be a sign that will be spoken against so that the thoughts of many hearts will be revealed and a sword will pierce your own soul too. Praise be to thee, O Christ. Let us pray. So, Heavenly Father, may your uh, word be our rule, your spirit our teacher, and your greater glory our supreme concern. In Jesus' name, amen. To love at all is to be vulnerable. Love anything and your heart will certainly be wrung and possibly broken. C.S. Lewis, of course. And C.S. Lewis uh, understood that very well. All of us who have experienced any kind of bond of love, be it with family, uh, be it with friends, will know that to be true. If you care for somebody, you make yourself vulnerable. You put your heart in their hands to some extent. Uh, Today, of course, is Mothering Sunday, and I think that uh, we would agree that this truth is particularly acute, it is particularly uh, known to those who have embarked on the journey of uh, motherhood. The bond between mother and child is designed to be a deep and a deeply loving one, Uh, and it therefore brings great highs, Uh, but uh, most mothers will also know some lows as well, Uh, the worries and the anxieties and the fears of being a parent. A motherhood is a blessing, but it's also a, a burden. There is the burden of love. And that, of course, is why at uh, this day we rightly celebrate uh, mothers. Uh, we honor their memory if they're no longer uh, with us. Uh, <coughs> we honor their love and their sacrifices and the worry they uh, had for us and the concern they lavished on us. Motherhood brings the burden of love. And of course, that was uh, no less true for the mother of God's son, uh, Mary. Mary here, we are told, 
that uh, she hears from Simeon that this child she has brought into the world has uh, uh, God's salvation with him, that he is the light of the world, verse 32, the hope of the nations. And yet the great blessing of bringing the light into the world will come at an emotional cost, she is told. There will be a burden. For his light will expose the dark hearts of humanity. He will be spoken against. Uh, And what mother likes to hear verbal attacks on their child? And more than spoken against, he will be slain. And what mother can bear to see physical attacks on their child? A sword will pierce your soul, Simeon warns her. And of course we know that that will be the sword that pierces her son's side. When the kingdom of God confronts the kingdom of the world, there is conflict. And that is seen and that is experienced supremely in the suffering of Jesus. But of course, as Jesus' mother, the sufferings of Jesus touch her. And yet, if you read on, Anna the prophetess uh, comes into the scene and she speaks next. And she speaks words of comfort. For she makes clear again that God will be pleased to use the sufferings of Mary's son to bring Mary and all who long for it the deeper comfort of redemption. Although it's going to be painful for Mary and more painful still for the Lord Jesus, Christ's suffering is purposeful and that purpose is to establish in us lasting comfort. And when the kingdom of God confronts the kingdom of the world, there is conflict. And if we tie ourselves by faith to the Lord Jesus and his kingdom, then like Mary, we should expect some of the troubles that come from following, being united to, tied to a crucified and rejected Christ. Mary suffered in many ways as a mother looking on. We will face trouble as disciples who take on Jesus' life and his ministry. But the promise of comfort that came to Mary comes to us too. And that, of course, is the message of 2 Corinthians 1. Paul knew uh, well the cost of loving Christ above the world of being a disciple of Christ. You will know he was a victim of mob violence. He was a victim of slander and imprisonment, of beatings and shipwrecks. And he also bore the emotional cost. If you read his letters, uh, that great burden he had for people, that great burden he had for the churches when they were under attack, he, he felt it emotionally very powerfully. But as he goes on to say in 2 Corinthians, time after time, Though assaulted by every kind of trouble, emotional and physical, he found too that God's comfort abounded. Sometimes God delivered him from a trouble, but more often than not, he found that God strengthened him in the trouble and empowered him to bear that trouble. In fact, the word comfort in 2 Corinthians has less to do with our word comfortable, or at least what our word comfortable has come to mean, which is that sort of sense of self-centered ease, but actually has much more to do with a sense of encouragement, of help, of strength, of of courage. This Paul has needed and this Paul has experienced. And therefore Paul says he is able to comfort others by testifying to the comfort he himself has received when he has gone through times of trouble. Paul's whole life, as well as his lips, are his testimony. And his testimony is that as... uh, 
we have need so God will strengthen us. There will be strengthening grace for the day. Whether we face as followers of the Lord Jesus the burden of rejection, the burden that comes from being in the minority, of refusing elements of society's status quo, of being out of step with cultural values or materialistic concerns or moral code, whether it's a burden for others, whether we carry the particular burden for the persecuted church or the burden of friends or family who do not yet know the Lord, whether it is physical, whether it is emotional, whether it is both, the promise from Paul is for comfort, not necessarily deliverance from, but certainly deliverance through. It might be a timely word from God as we read the scriptures, uh, a word that brings a new perspective on a situation, perhaps a word that brings a new hope to a situation, perhaps a timely visit. I think of Paul, of course, talking about how he was comforted by the coming of Timothy. Uh, Perhaps it is a timely visit from a Christian friend who brings encouragement and strengthens us in a season of need. God will not leave us comfortless. Did you notice in 2 Corinthians that he does that for our good, but he also does it for the good of others? Because as Christ brings us his comfort, the idea is that that then spills out such that we can comfort others with the comfort we have received, just as Paul is comforting those he writes to with the comfort that he has received as he testifies to it. We are comforted that we might comfort others. Something about, isn't there, listening to the words and the encouragements of Christians who have walked something of our road and come through it or have seen God at work strengthen them in it. There is something about their words that are particularly rich, particularly encouraging, particularly hope-giving. And all of this comfort, the comfort that we receive now, I think anticipates the great and the full consolation that we receive in the age to come. Christ's sufferings win for us the comfort of the assurance of eternity in a world that is free of trouble. And hope, sure hope, of course, is one of the greatest of all comforts in present trouble. I remember those words from Dietrich Bonhoeffer, It is not suffering, he says, that crushes the human spirit, but suffering without hope. And hope we have in abundance, and it is a great comfort in seasons of trial. So today we uh, honor mothers as we remember their burden of love. Uh, But with that, beyond that, we remember too the burden of Christ's love for us, a love that cost him his life. And those who love and follow this crucified Christ will, says Paul, experience trouble. But the one who loved us unto death in order to defeat death, our greatest trouble, well, he'll never leave us nor forsake us in all our lesser troubles. He promises to comfort us in all, to bring us out and to bring us through. And in so doing, He qualifies us to comfort others. May God give us the grace to know his comfort and to comfort others as they have need. Amen.